Chapter Twenty Two, Part Two of Principles of Geology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Principles of Geology by Charles Lyell. Chapter Twenty Two volcanic region from the aleutian isles to the moluccas and isles of sunda on a scale which equals or surpasses that of the andes is another line of volcanic action which commences on the north with the aleutian isles in russian america and extends first in a westerly direction for nearly two hundred geographical miles and then southwards with few interruptions throughout a space of between sixty and seventy degrees of latitude to the moluccas where it sends off a branch to the southeast while the principal train continues westerly through sumbawa and java to sumatra and then in a northwesterly direction to the bay of bengal this volcanic line observes von buch may be said to follow throughout its course the external border of the continent of asia while the branch which has been alluded to as striking southeast from the moluccas passes from new guinea to new zealand conforming though somewhat rudely to the outline of australia the connection however of the new guinea volcanoes with the line in java as laid down in von buch's map is not clearly made out by consulting darwin's map of coral reefs and active volcanoes the reader will see that we might almost with equal propriety include the mariana and bonin volcanoes in a band with new guinea or if we allow so much latitude in framing zones of volcanic action we must also suppose the new hebrides solomon isles and new ireland to constitute one line the northern extremity of the volcanic region of asia as described by von buch is on the borders of cook's inlet northeast of the peninsula of alaska where one volcano in about the sixtieth degree of latitude is said to be fourteen thousand feet high in alaska itself are cones of vast height which have been seen in eruption and which are covered for two-thirds of their height downwards with perpetual snow the summit of the loftiest peak is truncated and is said to have fallen in during an eruption in seventeen eighty six from alaska the line is continued through the aleutian or fox islands to kamtschatka in the aleutian archipelago eruptions are frequent and about thirty miles to the north of unalaska near the isle of umnak a new island was formed in seventeen ninety six it was first observed after a storm at a point in the sea from which a column of smoke had been seen to rise flames then issued from the new islet which illuminated the country for ten miles round a frightful earthquake shook the new formed cone and showers of stones were thrown as far as umnak the eruption continued for several months and eight years afterwards in eighteen o four when it was explored by some hunters the soil was so hot in some places that they could not walk on it 
according to langsdorff and others this new island which is now several thousand feet high and two or three miles in circumference has been continually found to have increased in size when successively visited by different travellers but we have no accurate means of determining how much of its growth if any has been due to upheaval or how far it has been exclusively formed by the ejection of ashes and streams of lava it seems however to be well attested that earthquakes of the most terrific description agitate and alter the bed of the sea and surface of the land throughout this tract the line is continued in the southern extremity of the peninsula of kamtschatka where there are many active volcanoes which in some eruptions have scattered ashes to immense distances the largest and most active of these is klutschu latitude fifty six degrees three minutes north which rises at once from the sea to the prodigious height of fifteen thousand feet within seven hundred feet of the summit Hermann saw in eighteen twenty nine a current of lava emitting a vivid light flow down the northwest side to the foot of the cone a flow of lava from the summit of mont blanc to its base in the valley of chamouni would afford but an inadequate idea of the declivity down which this current descended large quantities of ice and snow opposed for a time a barrier to the lava until at length the fiery torrent overcame by its heat and pressure this obstacle and poured down the mountainside with a frightful noise which was heard for a distance of more than fifty miles the curial chain of islands constitutes the prolongation of the kamtschatka range where a train of volcanic mountains nine of which are known to have been in eruption trends in a southerly direction the line is then continued to the southwest in the great island of jesso and again in nippon the principal of the japanese group it then extends by luchu and formosa to the philippine islands and thence by sangir and the northeastern extremity of celebes to the moluccas afterwards it passes westward through sumbawa to java there are said to be thirty-eight considerable volcanoes in java some of which are more than ten thousand feet high they are remarkable for the quantity of sulphur and sulphurous vapors which they discharge they rarely emit lava but rivers of mud issue from them like the moya of the andes of quito the memorable eruption of galangun in eighteen twenty two will be described in the twenty-fifth chapter the crater of tashem at the eastern extremity of java contains a lake strongly impregnated with sulphuric acid a quarter of a mile long from which a river of acid water issues which supports no living creature nor can fish live in the sea near its confluence there is an extinct crater near batur called guevo upas or the valley of poison about half a mile in circumference which is justly an object of terror to the inhabitants of the country every living being which penetrates into this valley falls down dead and the soil is covered with the carcasses of tigers deer 
birds and even the bones of men all killed by the abundant emanations of carbonic acid gas by which the bottom of the valley is filled in another crater in this land of wonders near the volcano of talaga bodas we learn from m reinwort that the sulfurious exhalations have killed tigers birds and innumerable insects and the soft parts of these animals such as the fibres muscles nails hair and skin are very well preserved while the bones are corroded and entirely destroyed we learn from observations made in eighteen forty four by mr jukes that a recent tertiary formation composed of limestone and resembling the coral rock of a fringing reef clings to the flanks of all the volcanic islands from the east end of timor to the west end of java these modern calcareous strata are often white and chalk-like sometimes one thousand feet and upwards above the sea regularly stratified in thick horizontal beds and they show that there has been a general elevation of these islands at a comparatively modern period the same linear arrangement which is observed in java holds good in the volcanoes of sumatra some of which are of great height as berapi which is more than twelve thousand feet above the sea and is continually smoking hot springs are abundant at its base the volcanic line then inclines slightly to the northwest and points to barren island latitude twelve degrees fifteen minutes north in the bay of bengal this volcano was in eruption in seventeen ninety two and will be described in the twenty sixth chapter the volcanic train then extends according to dr mcclelland to the island of narcondum latitude thirteen degrees twenty two minutes north which is a cone seven or eight hundred feet high rising from deep water and said to present signs of lava currents descending from the crater to the base afterwards the train stretches in the same direction to the volcanic island of ramri about latitude nineteen degrees north and the adjoining island of cheduba which is represented in old charts as a burning mountain thus we arrive at the chittagong coast which in seventeen sixty two was convulsed by a tremendous earthquake to enumerate all the volcanic regions of the indian and pacific oceans would lead me far beyond the proper limits of this treatise but it will appear in the last chapter of this volume when coral reefs are treated of that the islands of the pacific consist alternately of linear groups of two classes the one lofty and containing active volcanoes and marine strata above the sea level and which have been undergoing upheaval in modern times the other very low consisting of reefs of coral usually with lagoons in their centers and in which there is evidence of a gradual subsidence of the ground the extent and direction of these parallel volcanic bands have been depicted with great care by darwin in his map before cited the most remarkable theatre of volcanic activity in the northern pacific or perhaps in the whole world occurs in the sandwich islands which have been admirably treated of in a recent work by mr dana volcanic region from central asia to the azores 
another great region of subterranean disturbance is that which has been imagined to extend through a large part of central asia to the azores that is to say from china and tartary through lake aral and the caspian to the caucasus and the countries bordering the black sea then again through part of asia minor to syria and westward to the grecian islands greece naples sicily the southern part of spain portugal and the azores respecting the eastern extremity of this line in china we have little information but many violent earthquakes are known to have occurred there the volcano said to have been in eruption in the seventh century in central tartary is situated on the northern declivity of the celestial mountains not far distant from the large lake called isikul and humboldt mentions other vents and solfataras in the same quarter which are all worthy of notice as being far more distant from the ocean two hundred sixty geographical miles than any other known points of eruption we find on the western shores of the caspian in the country round baku a tract called the field of fire which continually emits inflammable gas while springs of naphtha and petroleum occur in the same vicinity as also mud volcanoes syria and palestine abound in volcanic appearances and very extensive areas have been shaken at different periods with great destruction of cities and loss of lives continual mention is made in history of the ravages committed by earthquakes in sidon tyre Berytus, laodicea and antioch and in the island of cyprus the country around the dead sea appears evidently from the accounts of modern travellers to be volcanic a district near smyrna in asia minor was termed by the greeks Catasecaumine, or the burnt up where there is a large arid territory without trees and with a cindery soil this country was visited in eighteen forty one by mr w j hamilton who found in the valley of the hermus perfect cones of scoriae with lava streams like those of auvergne conforming to the existing river channels and with their surface undecomposed grecian archipelago proceeding westwards we reach the grecian archipelago where santorin afterwards to be described is the grand centre of volcanic action it was von buch's opinion that the volcanoes of greece were arranged in a line running north-northwest and south-southeast and that they afforded the only example in europe of active volcanoes having a linear direction but m verlet on the contrary announces as the result of his investigations made during the french expedition to the moria in eighteen twenty nine that there is no one determinate line of direction for the volcanic phenomena in greece whether we follow the points of eruptions or the earthquakes or any other signs of igneous agency macedonia thrace and epirus have always been subject to earthquakes and the ionian isles are continually convulsed respecting southern italy sicily and the lipari isles it is unnecessary to enlarge here as i shall have occasion again to allude to them 
i may mention however that a band of volcanic action has been traced by dr daubeny across the italian peninsula from ischia to mount vultur in apulia the commencement of the line being found in the hot springs of ischia after which it is prolonged through vesuvius to the lago d'ansanto where gases similar to those of vesuvius are evolved its farther extension strikes mount vultur a lofty cone composed of tuff and lava from one side of which carbonic acid and sulphuretted hydrogen are emitted traditions of deluges the traditions which have come down to us from remote ages of great inundations said to have happened in greece and on the confines of the grecian settlements had doubtless their origin in a series of local catastrophes caused principally by earthquakes the frequent migrations of the earlier inhabitants and the total want of written annals long after the first settlement of each country make it impossible for us at this distance of time to fix either the true localities or probable dates of these events the first philosophical writers of greece were therefore as much at a loss as ourselves to offer a reasonable conjecture on these points or to decide how many catastrophes might sometimes have become confounded in one tale or how much this tale may have been amplified in after times or obscured by mythological fiction the floods of ogyges and deucalion are commonly said to have happened before the trojan war that of ogyges more than seventeen and that of deucalion more than fifteen centuries before our era as to the ogygian flood it is generally described as having laid waste attica and was referred by some writers to a great overflowing of rivers to which cause aristotle also attributed the deluge of deucalion which he says affected hellas only or the central part of thessaly others imagined the same event to have been due to an earthquake which drew down masses of rock and stopped up the course of the peneus in the narrow defile between mounts ossa and olympus as to the deluge of samothrace which is generally referred to a distinct date it appears that the shores of that small island and the adjoining mainland of asia were inundated by the sea diodorus siculus says that the inhabitants had time to take refuge in the mountains and save themselves by flight he also relates that long after the event the fishermen of the island drew up in their nets the capitals of columns which were the remains of cities submerged by that terrible catastrophe these statements scarcely leave any doubt that there occurred at the period alluded to a subsidence of the coast accompanied by earthquakes and inroads of the sea it is not impossible that the story of the bursting of the black sea through the thracian bosphorus into the grecian archipelago which accompanied and as some say caused the samothracian deluge may have reference to a wave or succession of waves raised in the euxine by the same convulsion we know that subterranean movements and volcanic eruptions are often attended not only by incursions of the sea but also by violent rains 
and the complete derangement of the river drainage of the inland country and by the damming up of the outlets of lakes by landslips or obstructions in the courses of subterranean rivers such as abound in thessaly and the moria we need not therefore be surprised at the variety of causes assigned for the traditional floods of greece by herodotus aristotle diodorus strabo and others as to the area embraced had all the grecian deluges occurred simultaneously instead of being spread over many centuries and had they instead of being extremely local reached at once from the euxine to the southwestern limit of the peloponnese and from macedonia to rhodes the devastation would still have been more limited than that which visited chile in eighteen thirty five when a volcanic eruption broke out in the andes opposite chiloe and another at juan fernandez distant seven hundred twenty geographical miles at the same time that several lofty cones in the cordillera four hundred miles to the eastward of that island threw out vapor and ignited matter throughout a great part of the space thus recently shaken in south america cities were laid in ruins or the land was permanently upheaved or mountainous waves rolled inland from the pacific periodical alternation of earthquakes in syria and southern italy it has been remarked by von hoff that from the commencement of the thirteenth to the latter half of the seventeenth century there was an almost entire cessation of earthquakes in syria and judea and during this interval of quiescence the archipelago together with part of the adjacent coast of lesser asia as also southern italy and sicily suffered greatly from earthquakes while volcanic eruptions were unusually frequent in the same regions a more extended comparison also of the history of the subterranean convulsions of these tracts seems to confirm the opinion that a violent crisis of commotion never visits both at the same time it is impossible for us to declare as yet whether this phenomenon is constant in this and other regions because we can rarely trace back a connected series of events farther than a few centuries but it is well known that where numerous vents are clustered together within a small area as in many archipelagos for instance two of them are never in violent eruption at once if the action of one becomes very great for a century or more the others assume the appearance of spent volcanoes it is therefore not improbable that separate provinces of the same great range of volcanic fires may hold a relation to one deep-seated focus analogous to that which the apertures of a small group bear to some more superficial rent or cavity thus for example we may conjecture that at a comparatively small distance from the surface ischia and vesuvius mutually communicate with certain fissures and that each affords relief alternately to elastic fluids and lava there generated so we may suppose southern italy and syria to be connected at a much greater depth with a lower part of the very same system of fissures in which case any obstruction occurring in one duct 
may have the effect of causing almost all the vapor and melted matter to be forced up the other and if they cannot get vent they may be the cause of violent earthquakes some objections advanced against this doctrine that volcanoes act as safety valves will be considered in the sequel the northeastern portion of africa including egypt which lies six or seven degrees south of the volcanic line already traced has been almost always exempt from earthquakes but the northwestern portion especially fez and morocco which fall within the line suffer greatly from time to time the southern part of spain also and portugal have generally been exposed to the same scourge simultaneously with northern africa the provinces of malaga murcia and granada and in portugal the country round lisbon are recorded at several periods to have been devastated by great earthquakes it will be seen from michel's account of the great lisbon shock in seventeen fifty five that the first movement proceeded from the bed of the ocean ten or fifteen leagues from the coast so late as february two eighteen sixteen when lisbon was vehemently shaken two ships felt a shock in the ocean west from lisbon one of them at the distance of one hundred twenty and the other two hundred sixty two french leagues from the coast a fact which is more interesting because a line drawn through the grecian archipelago the volcanic region of southern italy sicily southern spain and portugal will if prolonged westward through the ocean strike the volcanic group of the azores which may possibly therefore have a submarine connection with the european line in regard to the volcanic system of southern europe it may be observed that there is a central tract where the greatest earthquakes prevail in which rocks are shattered mountains rent the surface elevated or depressed and cities laid in ruins on each side of this line of greatest commotion there are parallel bands of country where the shocks are less violent at a still greater distance as in northern italy for example extending to the foot of the alps there are spaces where the shocks are much rarer and more feeble yet possibly of sufficient force to cause by continued repetition some appreciable alteration in the external form of the earth's crust beyond these limits again all countries are liable to slight tremors at distant intervals of time when some great crisis of subterranean movement agitates an adjoining volcanic region but these may be considered as mere vibrations propagated mechanically through the external covering of the globe as sounds travel almost to indefinite distances through the air shocks of this kind have been felt in england scotland northern france and germany particularly during the lisbon earthquake but these countries cannot on this account be supposed to constitute parts of the southern volcanic region any more than the shetland and orkney islands can be considered as belonging to the icelandic circle because the sands ejected from hecla have been wafted thither by the winds besides the continuous spaces of subterranean disturbance 
of which we have merely sketched the outline there are other disconnected volcanic groups of which several will be mentioned hereafter lines of active and extinct volcanoes not to be confounded we must always be careful to distinguish between lines of extinct and active volcanoes even where they appear to run in the same direction for ancient and modern systems may interfere with each other already indeed we have proof that this is the case so that it is not by geographical position but by reference to the species of organic beings alone whether aquatic or terrestrial whose remains occur in beds interstratified with lavas that we can clearly distinguish the relative age of volcanoes of which no eruptions are recorded had southern italy been known to civilized nations for as short a period as america we should have had no record of eruptions in ischia yet we might have assured ourselves that the lavas of that isle had flowed since the mediterranean was inhabited by the species of testacea now living in the neapolitan seas with this assurance it would not have been rash to include the numerous vents of that island in the modern volcanic group of campania on similar grounds we may infer without much hesitation that the eruptions of etna and the modern earthquakes of calabria are a continuation of that action which at a somewhat earlier period produced the submarine lavas of the val di notto in sicily but on the other hand the lavas of the eugenian hills and the vicentin although not wholly beyond the range of earthquakes in northern italy must not be confounded with any existing volcanic system for when they flowed the seas were inhabited by animals almost all of them distinct from those now known to live whether in the mediterranean or other parts of the globe end of chapter 22 part 2 recording by linda johnson